Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. Now the serpent, now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? He said to the woman, it's recorded in Holy Scripture, the serpent, the devil, Lucifer, Satan, speaks to people. The devil spoke to the woman. Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, the devil, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it. Or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman. The devil is carrying a conversation with the woman. Don't be surprised that the devil speaks to humans. And don't be surprised that he's deceptive. Don't be surprised that he is a liar. For Jesus, the Son of God, in the Gospel of John 8, speaking of the devil, he says he was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. The devil speaks. We know this from Holy Scripture. And throughout church history, believers have heard the voice of Satan and his demons. And from millions upon millions of people who have testified that they have heard the voice of the devil or devils. So the devil does speak in the here and now, in time and space, here on earth. The devil does speak, and his voice is hellish. His voice is murderous. His voice is one of lies. But the devil, the fact is the devil speaks, and there are millions on our planet, perhaps billions, who are tormented with hellish voices in their head. They hear Satan. They hear demons constantly. 
They have thoughts, not of their own. They know. They testify that somebody is speaking to them. People hear voices. I've received thousands of emails. I've counseled with thousands of people who have testified they have heard the voice of a devil. When you hear voices, what do you what do you do about it? That's the question I ask you tonight on this global presentation of deliverance. When you hear the voice of the enemy, what do you do with that voice? How do you respond? Well, tonight we're going to discuss the subject of hearing voices, hearing hellish voices on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartland, and I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience Deliverance. What's up? This is Michael Tate with another story of a Jesus freak from the Voice of the Martyrs. The Voice of the Martyrs is still sorting out an unsettling turn of events in Indonesia involving a 58-year-old Christian man who was convicted of blaspheming Islam. When Antonius Bawengen received the maximum five years in prison for distributing literature that allegedly spread hatred of Islam, the sentence was protested by more than a thousand people. But the protesters were not demanding a more lenient sentence. They wanted Antonius to be killed. To punctuate their demands, the mob attacked police with stones and set two churches on fire. For specific ways to support and pray for Christians in Indonesia, go online to persecution.com. contacted my wife and I that was experiencing this very phenomenon. When I first spoke with her on the phone, she spoke of being tormented, my friends, tortured by these hellish voices. The voices were literally driving her to the brink of madness. Imagine for a moment, my friends, hearing the voice of devils in your mind constantly or even being plagued by horrible, horrific thoughts. As a young boy, that's something I experienced. Horrible thoughts. Horrible, demonic, satanic thoughts. Plagued as a little boy. I know what it feels like to be driven mad by these evil spirits. As a little boy, I experienced this. And Stephanie experienced this. 
and many of you listening to this broadcast have experienced it. And you've also experienced the liberating power of Jesus Christ freeing you from hearing these hellish voices. I know I have. I've experienced the power of Jesus Christ liberating me from hearing hellish voices. Now, in my initial phone conversation with Stephanie, I uncovered three different evil spirits that are oppressing her. Now, due to the limitations I was faced with in, in trying to deal with the demons on the phone... We arranged a time to meet. Stephanie arrived at our home on Christmas Eve. That's right, on Christmas Eve. I mean, we're serious about the gospel. And we're willing to meet with people any place, at any time, on any special occasion. Of course, there's limitations. I'm only one human being. I can't meet with everybody who wants help. I'm limited. I'm limited. I'm, I'm limited to time and space, but our great God's not limited. Though I cannot reach out to you each and every day, each and every moment that you're being tormented, there is a Lord. His name is Jesus, who is able, who's not limited in time and space, who's able to rescue you from hellish voices and irregardless of the day Jesus will be there for you but Stephanie arrived at our home on Christmas Eve with great hopes of being delivered from these hellish voices that were terrorizing her they were terrorizing her and many of you could testify how you have been terrorized by horrible satanic voices Obviously, my wife and I were deeply concerned as Stephanie began to share her life story with us. She was abused as a child. Stephanie endured years. We're speaking of years, not months, years of mistreatment and spiritual confusion. And along the way, she delved in all kinds of sexual perversions, including consensual, incestuous relationships with her cousin and brother, drugs, Witchcraft, the occult, perversion, and criminal activities were just part of her daily life. And these things obviously will open up your life to evil spirits. And if you open your life up to evil spirits, and if you don't close the doorway through repentance and deliverance, then these evil spirits will inhabit your body, they'll inhabit your soul, and then they will start speaking to you. Not everybody who's experiencing demonization hears demons, but many do. And the capability of these demons, if they have, if they're locating your body, they, they have the capability of speaking to you. I mean, my wife and I were just simply stunned hearing one horrific story after another from Stephanie. I mean, by the time she reached her late twenties, she had already been through three abortions. Three abortions. Obviously, my wife and I were deeply distressed to hear this. And all the horror that she had endured as a young lady. Stephanie's life had been shattered. And she had traveled a long way, a very long way, for help. Here was Christmas Eve. And going into very early morning hours of Christmas Day, here she was, shattered, tormented by hellish voices, 
traveling great distance to get help. I responded by opening up the scriptures and sharing God's love with her and God's desire to liberate her from all the darkness that had consumed her for all these years. And I'm convinced whatever demonic problem you're facing, the solution is first and foremost experiencing and knowing deep within your soul, your spirit nature, that God loves you. People need to know that's one of the deepest needs of of mankind is to experience and to know that God loves them. It doesn't matter if you're a murderer, a thief, an adulterer, an idol worshiper, a Satanist. It does not matter where you find yourself today at this very hour. As you listen to my voice, it does not matter what kind of depths of sin you have entered into. God loves you. God cares deeply for you. And he wants to rescue you. And he looks at you with great compassion, mercy, grace, forgiveness. Now, Satan likes to lie. He wants to tell you that God won't listen to you, that he won't rescue you, that he doesn't care, that he doesn't truly love you because of your great sin. He's a He's left you. His very Holy Spirit has departed from you. That you're condemned. There's no hope. That is what the enemy wants you to believe. It's a lie. Satan speaks lies. And I'm I'm countering the lies with God's truth. And that is God loves you. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. God has compassionate. One of my favorite psalms, as many of you know, is Psalms 103. He's a, it speaks of our Lord as abounding in love, slow to anger, and he does not treat us as our sins deserve. Now, Satan would like to make you to believe that God, perhaps he's loving to an extent, but he's very angry with you, and he does seek revenge upon your sin. God's word says, therefore, there is no condemnation for those in Christ. But yet Satan is the accuser of the brethren. He wants to accuse you day and night of your past, of your present sin. You must repent, obviously. But as you do, God immediately, there has to, there's no purification ritual you have to go through. There is no time frame that you have to um go through in order for God to to forgive you. God immediately, and this is the blessed Savior that I'm speaking of, God immediately forgives you as you call upon his holy name, as you turn from sin. God cares so deeply. He cares so deeply. God cares for you. And God cared for Stephanie. Though she had been in all these horrific activities, God loved Stephanie. And though Stephanie was a believer in Christ, she still needed someone to help her with all these evil spirits that were constantly speaking to her throughout the day. And that's what you need. You need somebody to come along you, alongside you. You may say, well, nobody's come alongside me. I'm here alone. I'm dying inside. Well, if you're listening to this broadcast, if you're listening to this global presentation, 
God has brought somebody to you. Even though I may not be in the flesh there in front of you, face to face, you hear my voice. And I'm speaking God's truth to you, that God loves you. And I'm sorry you hurt, my friend. I'm sorry your heart hurts. But I'm here to tell you God loves you. And I'm there for you, even if it's by this radio broadcast. Now, Stephanie was constantly being tormented. And this went on for many, many months, years. Could you imagine how you would feel if you were constantly battered by voices, foolish voices, that were accusing you, blaspheming Jesus Christ, and causing general havoc in your life? Many of you can say yes. You could raise your hand right now. And I see in the spiritual realm, many of you are saying yes. And it was only by God's grace that she's been able to survive through all those many months and years, keeping her mind from totally breaking, a miracle indeed. Now, during the exorcism that we had with this young lady, a young this young lady, Stephanie, so an hour had passed, and a demon finally manifested within Stephanie. The first spirit that we dealt with went by the name of rejection. And he claimed he had opened that that Stephanie had opened her life to the Spirit because she harbored the feelings and the attitude of being rejected. He also claimed that the Spirit claimed that he had captured her through the sins of her grandfather. Isn't that interesting? Evil demons shared that Stephanie's grandfather was a drunk. And through his drunkenness, it was the entry point by which this demon had entered this man's life, thereby entering the bloodline of the family. In Numbers, in the book of Numbers 14, we are told that the Lord, quote, does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children for the sin of the fathers to the third and fourth generation, close quote. I mean, God's word. Sacred scripture speaks of sins dating back to the third and fourth generations having an effect on the present generation. Demons, my friends, traffic in families that persist in rebellion and other forms of wickedness. But it can be broken by the blood, by the sacrificial blood of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. Unless the demons are expelled from the family, the evil spirits will just simply travel from one generation to the next. I've seen this hundreds, perhaps thousands of times where this has happened. Demons will simply just go from one generation to the next tormenting speaking lying and because Stephanie was a victim of this and because of her grandfather's sin of drunkenness and the evil spirit into the family and and the evil spirit will travel one, from one generation to the next with the hopes of afflicting each generation with the same sins, with the same problems, thereby controlling an entire family right, family for generations. And because of her grandfather's sin of drunkenness, an evil spirit entered the family and then entered Stephanie when she was in her mother's womb. Now, the second evil power that we dealt with went by the name of the occult. It spoke of invading her body when Stephanie, at the age of 16, 
started to read horoscopes. And let this be a warning to you, my friend. Casually reading one's horoscope can result in demonization. The other day, I was called in for jury duty. And while waiting, I just picked up the, the daily newspaper here. Flipping through the pages, and, and one of the pages of the newspaper had the horoscope. And I glanced at it just for a second. I didn't even look. I, 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 there's, I didn't want to even read one sentence of that horoscope. I simply avoided it. Let this be a warning to you, my friend. Casually reading one's horoscope. For an example, there's many forms of the occult. But the horoscope is everywhere. On the Internet, in newspapers, magazines. It's everywhere. Just casually reading one's horoscope can result in demonization. For the horoscope is another way for the devil to gain a foothold in your life. And he gains your foothold in your life, then he starts speaking to you. Then you're experiencing hellish voices too. Like God's word repeatedly warns against the use of all fortune-telling and divination. After finding out why this second spirit entered, Stephanie uh <clears throat> another group of, of spirits manifested. These were sex spirits named horny. As her, a couple of these spirits demonized her as a result of her participation in sexual sin. Then a few others entered through her grandfather, who was known to womanize. So my wife and I continued to keep in an attitude of prayer and constantly staying firm in our authority of Jesus Christ, not allowing the demons to waver us. Now, up to this point, the exorcism was progressing quite quickly as each demon submitted and revealed the necessary information for us to cast them out. And Stephanie, thank God, was completely cooperative, and that's key, and allowed us to deal with the evil spirits that were tormenting her. The next evil spirit to manifest went by the name of Orgy. This demon told us he entered Stephanie as she indulged in masturbation at the age of seven. After dealing with Orgy, we commanded the next spirit to come to attention. The next one spoke of his name being Lucifer and boasted of how he had been in the family for generations and had entered Stephanie when she was but a baby. You know, demons are vast in number, my friends, and can often possess an individual mass numbers. In Mark 5, we receive it. Jesus dealt with a legion, many, many thousands of evil spirits in one man in the, that, that resided in among the tombs that that cut himself. In Mark 16, in Luke, I believe, chapter 8, we read about Mary Magdalene, who had seven spirits. Jesus dealt with, this, dealt with someone who had a deaf and mute spirit. The Apostle Paul dealt with somebody that had a, a spirit of divination. I mean, a vast number and can often possess an individual mass numbers. And this is exactly what happened to Stephanie as dozens and dozens of evil spirits had invaded her body and soul. Now, her soul, speaking of the mind, the emotions, the will, over the years, resulting in severe demonization. Now, this exorcism went on and on, and all these evil spirits boasted how they not only gained access to her life through generational sin or personal sin, but that they were speaking to her, tormenting her. That's why the hellish voices. It's because these demons were allowed access into her body because of generational sin and because of personal sin. Are you to tell me there's no ancestors in your family that have committed sin, opened doors to the demonic? I can assure you somebody in your ancestry has opened a door. 
That's why we all need deliverance. I need deliverance. I've experienced deliverance in the name of Jesus Christ. You need to experience deliverance. And there's much more to this exorcism I want to talk about tonight. And how to stop the hellish voices from tormenting you. I want to help you tonight. I'm here to serve you. I'll be right back after this brief intermission.
was Christmas Eve. And my wife and I were ministering to a young lady by the name of Stephanie. Dozens and dozens of evil spirits surface and claim to be the ones tormenting her, bringing about these hellish voices into her mind, causing her to go mad. After we confronted a, these, these Lucifer spirits, a group of eight demons manifested that were named Rejection. And we dealt with a spirit by the name of Pills, who entered her as a result of her attempting to deal with her emotional problems through drugs. You know, Holy Scripture, Sacred Scripture tells us that soundness of mind comes through knowing God. For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mindness. Her dependence on medication opened a door for a demon named Pills. To invade her. An hour or so had already passed, and we already dealt with many different evil spirits that had manifested. You know, Stephanie's case is not unusual. We've often dealt with cases where there are multiple demons to deal with. And I'm often reminded something happened in this country. I'm, I'm talking about the United States just a few years back. Something happened. Now, I, there's multiple reasons why this happened. But there's a definite spiritual shift that occurred in this country. For that, for that matter, in all of North America. Where we are dealing with people in our meetings that we hold throughout this country, throughout North America, where people are now inhabited with many thousands of evil spirits. Now, this is something that we didn't come across that often early in the ministry, some quarter of a century ago, but now we come across people all the time that have thousands of evil spirits. So we continued in this case with Stephanie. We continued to resist the enemy, despite there being multiple demons. And we dealt with these demons. In the name of Jesus. The next grouping of demons operating inside of her were government demons. That's what their names were, government, that were passed on to her through her father. They were generational nature and were tormenting Stephanie with all kinds of paranoia and fear. The spirits were constantly speaking to her, harassing her. They were speaking to her, my friends, as they were claiming they were sent from the government. Stephanie honestly believed she was being followed by some government agency. Now, there may have been some truth to it, because be mindful, my friends, the government, the governments of this world are not in league with Jesus Christ. Let's not kid ourselves. The governments of the world, there may be exceptions, but largely the governments of the world are in line with the powers of the Antichrist. Let's not kid ourselves. Does not the government here in the United States largely support abortion? Think about that for a moment, my friends. The federal government at this very hour supports abortion on multiple levels. The government is of the Antichrist. 
So obviously, since the spirit of Antichrist has been is intermingling with the governments of the world, do you think the spirits of the Antichrist will drive the government to follow the righteous, to plot against the righteous, conspire against the righteous? Now, you may be saying, well, this is all conspiracy you're speaking of. Well, the gov- the, let me just be real clear on this. The Word of God. If you just look, if you just do a word study on the word conspiring, conspiracy, plotting, in the Word of God, you'll see multiple references. Multiple references. In the Psalms alone, you'll see where the Lord reveals to us through His Word that evil plots, evil conspires against the righteous. So don't be surprised if the government does follow some of you. Now, she had this over powerful, I mean, this this overly powerful paranoia and fear, thinking the government was over uh, attacking her. Much of it was demonic. Some of it was, was, was the fact that the government was following her. I mean, this dear lady had endured years of tormenting hellish voices. Now, during the exorcism, Stephanie had confessed to having several abortions, as I mentioned. I mean, this evil alone Opened the door for numerous demons to enter her, to enter her body. I mean, we dealt with nine different spirits that entered her as a result of the abortions. After confronting the government spirits, I encountered one of the spirits that entered her through the sin of abortion. Do you know what its name was? I commanded the demon to identify itself, to reveal its true name. The demon told us his name was murder. Abortion is murder. The shedding of baby blood through the satanic ritual known as abortion can allow a demon entry. But please know God is merciful. God loves you. God loves the abortionist. God loves the one who's endured an abortion or who consented to an abortion. God is God is so loving. He's not wanting to destroy you. You you were light. You were seduced. You were led astray by demons. God knows our our nature. And if we truly repent, God will be so merciful to forgive us and to heal the one who aborts the baby. The key is if they truly repent. But God loves you. God's calling you to himself tonight. Even if you've had an abortion or you consented to an abortion, the devil wants to bring condemnation and judgment and destroy you. Jesus wants to lift you up and say, I want to use you. Despite what has happened, I'll forgive you. I'll I'll remove the stain of guilt and give you a new start, a new beginning. Isn't that beautiful? You know, the book of Lamentations, which I... The third chapter is so beautiful. It's a beautiful reminder to all of us that His mercy and His compassions are new every morning. Every morning. When I woke up this morning, I, I thought of that very passage. It's beautiful. It's His mercy. In fact, I want to read it. It's so encouraging to hear God's Word. I love the Lord. I love His Word. We need to hear from His Word each and every day. It brings life. 
Don't you agree with me? We need to hear God's word. And if you have your Bible with me, you with you, look with me. Lamentations chapter three. And if I can find it here, I believe it's yes, verse twenty two. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. For his compassions never fail. For they're new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for him. Oh, Jesus, thank you for your great love towards us. And because of your great love, Jesus, we're not consumed. Your compassions never fail. They're new every morning. Jesus loves you. Open your heart to to him, the one who was crucified. Bearing your sin, shedding his blood, dying on the cross, being raised on that third glorious day, back to life. He's coming again. He's our ascended great God and Master and Lord. And he will come into your life right now. Just say, Lord Jesus, forgive me. Heal my heart. Deliver me. Set me free. Be my God. Be my Savior. Be my Lord Jesus. I repent. I turn from sin. And I turn to you. And if you said that, just a simple prayer from your heart, email me tonight, j at jbartlett.org. J-A-Y at jbartlett.org. As I, lo- I would love to hear from you, and I'd like to send you a free New Testament if you've given your heart to Jesus Christ tonight. Sorry about getting on to that. I, I want to share more about the story. I felt like there was an urge to invite you to come to know Jesus, to experience God's forgiveness. Now, my wife and I dealt with, uh, also within Stephanie, half a dozen demons that named themselves shame. One invaded her as a result of self-hate. Another came in as a result of eating of, a, of an eating disorder she struggled with while in college. Now, towards the end of the exorcism, we dealt with a few spirits that were intent on killing Stephanie. One was named Cover. This spirit boasted of coming through the mother with the hopes of killing Stephanie. The other spirit called Cover was also trying to kill Stephanie spiritually by keeping her ears covered. I mean, the demon actually told us he was inside her body to affect her healing. I mean, her hearing. I mean, that happens all the time, my friends. He was actually affecting her hearing. As the Holy Scripture tells us, faith comes by hearing. Hearing of the Word of God. The devil understands this and attempted to cover her ears from hearing God's word which was the key to her freedom the demons failed they were cast out and she was healed and she was healed as she could finally hear finally the word of God for over 10 hours we dealt with 76 different evil spirits that night, and insisted in dealing with hundreds of others in the days ahead. Stephanie was free, though, and found hope in Jesus. Now, the psalmist tells us the key to silencing terrorizing voices, hellish voices. The way to silence terrorizing voices is found in the psalms. 
chapter 8, which tells us from the lips of children and infants you have ordained praise because of your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. Now, the enemy's voice can be silenced. This good news is what I want to share with you this evening as you're listening to the global presentation, this radio program. Those destructive, hellish voices that are afflicting you right now can be silenced through the praise of our great God, the Lord Jesus Christ. In a moment, I'm going to be praying, playing some praise music. I want you to listen to the praise music and allow the praise music to absorb into your body and your soul and your mind. It will silence the voice of the enemy. And in the name of Jesus, I command those voices to go, to be silenced by the blood of Jesus. I speak the blood of Jesus on those voices. Come out of them. Come out of these dear people listening in. Now, Satan spoke to Eve early on and spoke to Jesus. His voice is destructive and filled with falsehoods. Don't ever listen to them. When Satan spoke to Jesus, the Son of God responded to Satan with Scripture. I would encourage you to do the same. Constantly hearing voices in your head is one of the worst kinds of demonic afflictions humans endure. Before my conversion to Christ, I was bombarded with crazy thoughts that afflicted me. I know of the torment. The solution to this problem is, is spiritual. Medication, counseling, doctor visits are all limited in dealing with these voices. Allow me to share some suggestions in dealing with these hellish voices. First of all, begin praising Jesus Christ throughout the day. Praise silences the foes. Quote from God's Word whenever you hear the devil speaking to you. Fill your mind with Scripture. Call upon the name of the Lord Jesus constantly, verbally, and he will draw near to you. That's how you can confront and encounter these these hellish voices. And allow the praise music, my friends. Allow, allow this praise music to enter in, into your mind right now.
Cause you're the Lord 